Hey, I'm trying to get comfortable on this here couch. What's up, y'all? What's up? We made it to November. Man, January is almost here. 2024 is almost here. Wow. Before I get into what I'm going to get into today, I want to pray. I mean, I do it all the time, but I haven't done it on here, I don't think. And I just want to pray. So bow your heads and close your eyes, please. All right, here we go. God, I just want to thank you for this day, this opportunity, this opportunity to live again, to breathe again, to be a witness, to be a vessel to your people, um, to give to your people, as well as receive from your people as we exchange hearts, experiences, thoughts, perceptions. Thank you for allowing us to do all of the above, to discover and explore one another. Thank you for that. Thank you for the gifts the gifts and abilities that you have given us. Um, thank you for the gifts and abilities that you have given me, the ability to even do any of this, this podcast. Um, I don't take it lightly. I pray over this episode. I pray over everyone listening to this episode. And I pray that they will listen with open minds and that they will be attentive and that whatever needs to reach them, I pray that it'll go down to the depths of their souls. Wherever there is a need, I pray that it will be met, whether that be because I am watering something that they already know that is true, or I am implanting truth. Regardless, I pray that they will be able to receive and that they will fully blossom into the people that you have called them to be. I pray that you will help them to be present in this moment in time for however long time, however long this podcast episode is going to be. And thank you if they even made it this far to listen to this episode. Um, I pray that their attentiveness their intentionality, their investments in watching this podcast episode will not be in vain. I pray that you will lead me and guide me, guide my words, guide my thoughts, whatever it is that you need for me to say to them today, help me say it. <clears throat> and I pray against any distractions. And if they are seemingly distractions, I pray that it will flow into what you are trying to do because you cause all things to work together for our good. Thank you for everything that you are about to do. We ask that you bless this last episode of 2023. In Jesus' name, amen. What's up, y'all? <clears throat> Let me go ahead and clear my throat because, ooh. <clears throat> hey, y'all. What's up? Woo, 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 woo. Hey, I'm feeling, how am I feeling? I'm feeling amazing, honestly. I'm feeling 
on top of the world, even though the world has attempted to be on top of me. What's up, y'all? I am your host, Mykia Janae of the Throne Talk podcast. And as stated in the prayer, this is our last episode. Welcome to those of you who are new. Welcome. Always go back if you can, whenever you're available, go back and listen to previous episodes so you can get a gist of who we are and what we do here. This is the Throne Talk podcast where I give you my queenly perspective on situations in life and help you to navigate through life. And most of the time I give a pageant scenario because I spent most of my 20s competing, chasing a dream of being Miss South Carolina. I am now 29 years old. And like I said, I spent majority, literally, I started at 18. I stopped competing at the age of 28, literally. So I learned and um, I learned so much while competing. So you'll hear me use a pageant example from time to time. Um, before we begin, can y'all just like go share, like, subscribe, whatever video from the Throne Talk podcast to show your support. That would be greatly appreciated. Um, Funds is low, so I know you probably can't give me a Christmas gift, but that would be the perfect Christmas gift. I promise you. Share, like, uh, share, like, subscribe, comment, uh, whatever you can to spread the word about this episode. As Pastor Darius says, if this episode is a blessing if it has been a blessing to you or if this podcast has been a blessing to you I'm asking that you will do me a favor and spread the word about it yeah and also to make sure you go follow us on um, Facebook Instagram Glory Throne Academy that's where you can find us G-L-O-R-Y T-H-R-O-N-E A-C-A-D-E-M why please and thank you please 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 and thank you and um I think that's about it are y'all ready to get into what we are getting into today I'm excited I'm so excited God has been working on me so I will be using let's give some disclaimers first if you hear a train don't get distracted stay focused Stay tuned into my voice. If you hear the air conditioner come on and a whole lot of white noise in the background, stay focused. Listen to my voice. Stay stay tuned into my voice. If you hear my mama walk through the door, my brother flush the toilet, if you hear anything, any type of background noise, don't get distracted. Get your little kicks in, uh, your, your little giggles in, laugh, do whatever, and then tune back into what I'm saying. I might even acknowledge um, the background noises that's going on. But I mean, this is my life. This is the reality of my life. Um, I live with other people who have to live in the same home as me, as well as I live in the hood where the train is like literally like right beside my apartment complex. So, you know, instead of fighting, <laughs> like everybody be perfect. Nobody move. Nobody breathe. Train wait until I'm done recording. Instead of doing all, all of that, I just rather very much give you the disclaimer and we could just keep it pushing. I mean, that's where I'm at with it. All right. So I will be using my notebook, my notebook a lot today 
because, you know, the revelations was revelationing. Okay. They were coming to me quickly. If you have not, I mean, obviously you clicked on this episode, right? Um, Today's topic is being the breakthrough, being the breakthrough that you are looking for. Man, what are you talking about? Let me just go ahead and give a synopsis before I dig deep. So oftentimes when we are going through struggles or have gone through a struggle through a period of time, like we have been in a season for a long period of time, we often wonder, when am I going to get some relief, especially if you've been in it for years, right? You wonder and ask yourself, where is my relief? Where is my breakthrough? How I came up with this topic is, one, I've been that person, still somewhat that person from time to time, but recently I've had a perspective change. And I realized that I was looking for my breakthrough, which is there's nothing wrong with having expectancy, being, you know, expecting, having expectations and hope and a and a desire to for better, right? But it wasn't until this year here, <laughs> until about April, where God really started doing a work on the inside of me. But the revelation of everything that he was doing didn't hit me until recently. And that is that I'm the breakthrough that I'm looking for. What I mean by that is anytime I have a mental breakthrough, anytime I overcome an obstacle, anytime I receive a revelation and I apply that revelation anytime I'm able to dismantle the lies of the enemy. Anytime I'm able to do that, anytime I'm able to to face a situation that I wasn't able to face before, anytime I'm able to develop and grow and show up in a better version of myself, I am breaking through. I am breaking through anytime I am overcoming obstacles. I'm the breakthrough that I'm looking for. And it wasn't until I realized, like, recently I've been getting some opportunities, right? And I know I could have been, had these opportunities. Yeah. But I realized that they started coming to me when I started doing work internally, when I started focusing in on who I am, what I'm capable of, the ugly parts of me, the great parts of me, who are the people that trigger and enable bad habits, who are the people 
who uplift and and water the good habits who are the people that you know nurture and garden my my soul and my spirit while I'm here on earth being more attentive to those things being a great manager of my life of my spirit of my soul of my body being a great manager of all those things and shifting my focus from what everybody else is doing, what whatever is going on around me. And, and when I shifted my perspective to what can I do better in every situation? How can I show up in the best way possible as the best version of my Kia? How can I be her in in these moments, in every moment? Not par- uh, I'm not perfect, far from perfect, right? But... How can I be the best version of her? And I had to be still. Y'all know that because I say it all the time. I had to learn to be vulnerable with myself. I had to face myself. I had to face reality opposed to my fantasy of how life should go. But still keeping faith in the mist. And... I was like, wow. I was in the kitchen cooking and I said, wow. I'm the breakthrough that I've been looking for because now I could literally sense people gravitating towards me. I could sense opportunities trying to find me. Like I could literally feel it. I could literally sense it. And I'm doing my best and I'm doing my job to make sure that I stay in alignment in the season so I can help those opportunities and those people. um, So I can help those people and those opportunities to find me. I'm doing my job, which is continuing and still managing who I am as a person internally, how I treat people. You know, how I respond to life, my perspective, keeping it pure, keeping it in alignment with God. You know, I could literally feel that I am in the breakthrough like I because not because I'm in the moment, but because who I am inside, I'm literally creating the moment that I've been looking for. When you think about moments right that we admire or the greatest moments in history great ones preferably like the good ones that we are such huge fans of we're thinking that the moment itself is what we want when really the moment was created by people It's not a moment if it's not created by people, if it's not curated by people. When people get together and come to a concert, they make up that space. They bring the energy. The performer brings the energy. Everybody is bringing their contributions to the moment. People, souls, spirits, uh, spirits, living beings, human beings are coming in a moment to create a moment. There's no physical moment without us. There's no physical 
moment without us. We are the moment. But when we show up in these spaces, when we when we show up geographically, what are we carrying with us? What is your contribution in that moment, in that space? How are you managing who you are in that moment? It's very important because your contribution matters. And when I realized that, man, I can't control what other people do. Yeah. I can't necessarily control the season that I'm in. But what I can do is manage me, control me. In the space I've been in, it's been so, oh my God, I had someone to call me yesterday or not yesterday. This was last week. And my homegirl, she was like, girl, she was like, I had somebody ask about you. And I was like, oh, for real? I was like, okay. I was like, I think I kind of already know who it is, but you know, spill tea. And she was like, yeah, he was just like, oh my God, like it's just her aura. And the only thing I could think about is that I work hard. You know, I work hard to be that person, to make sure that I am being God's light, simple, being his example. Because truth of the matter is, right before I walked into the event where um, the event that I'm talking about, where my homegirl was in this guy, right before I walked into that event, I was faced with a challenge and my spirit was heavy, heavy, so heavy. But I remember being in the moment saying, maybe not verbatim, but I remember sensing or having this conversation with myself And tapping in with myself and reminding myself that you are in a moment, a special moment, a great moment. What's your contributing factor? What's your contributing factor? All these souls around you, these spirits around you, you may never see them again. Makia, you are never getting this moment again. Are you going to allow a situation that's out of your control to control how you feel now and I said absolutely not and then they proceeded to you know they started the podcast um, because it was a live podcast show and one of the guests on the show began to tell their testimony about how you know they hit a drunk driver and killed them and I'm just like man Life is tense, but it's not that tense for me right now. And I got to take full advantage of this moment, of these moments, because I don't know if life is ever going to get like that for me. I pray that I'm responsible enough to know, you know, manage my liquor or alcohol when I do drink, if I drink wine, because I'm not a huge drinker, right? But, you know, I, I pray that I'll manage myself well in the future far far in the future you know because I know where I'm at now and I know where I've been but I don't know what the future has for me right but I do pray that in the future that I will manage well and uh, manage the way I drink you know and I pray 
that when I am on the road that a drunk driver doesn't hit me. And I'm just like, man, life, like, just like that, life just changed. It just changed drastically like that, like that. And he said, you know, he was having drinks at his cousin's house, having a good time. His plan was to go home. His intentions were to go home. But on his way home, someone lost their life because things just got out of hand. And I'm like, man, and in that moment, I'm listening to his testimony. And I'm like, yo, I dare not be upset about, you know, what I'm faced with, like I said, because it's out of my control right now. And I'm definitely damn sure, excuse my language, I'm damn sure not about to let the situation control me and opportunities that could be right here in the now. Serene Sunday, I did Serene Sunday. Um, This was two weeks ago. And it was about do not neglect the present. The enemy will send you distractions all the time just so you will not seize the moment. Just so you will miss the opportunities, just so you'll miss your blessing right there in the moment because he wants your mind to be consumed with the what ifs, the the things you just simply cannot control. And I'm like, man, and I was faced with that situation right before I walked in. And I just remember checking myself. I remember getting myself back together, bringing myself back in line. I'm like, man, whatever is going on it is what it is. it's okay I'm, I'm living here this is where I'm at I'm living here and I remember just enjoying myself that night and as I'm in, enjoying myself I'm I'm just celebrating myself at the same time like my Kia you're doing it you're breaking through literally in this moment like you're doing it and as I'm doing it people can sense it and so the fact that my homegirl called me up and was like yo he was like your aura he said he could just feel your presence and I'm like that's exactly what I love to hear that's exactly what I work hard for I work hard to be a good person I told somebody that before I was like look when they asked me like tell me something about yourself I said look I work hard to be a good person I have options I could turn up I could turn this bitch inside out if I want to excuse my language (laughs) like I could I could turn it up if I want to but I don't for what for why so let me get to this notebook So I want to give an example, which I I just gave you an example. That was a great example, honestly. Do I need to give a pageant example? I want to talk about, let's talk about when I was competing and I performed Proud Mary. That was such a pivotal moment for me because, or it was such a breakthrough moment for me because 
the previous year before or two years prior to 2019 when I did perform Proud Mary. I was presented with the opportunity, but I literally could not fathom. I literally could not, you know, I I couldn't feel like it didn't pull, like it didn't pull and tug on me to do that. Um, This guy who's in the pageant industry, he asked me to do it. He was like, you should do that. And I'm like, no, I shot away from it. Knowing that I was capable but just feeling as though, who am I, though? You know, like, who am I to, like, can I do that? It was one of those. It was like, can I? And I was living in a space of looking for people's permission to be myself, which is an entertainer and a performer. And... I've gotten so many confirmations that it's what I'm supposed to be doing. But then I was still trying to find my way. So fast forward to 2019, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something that was going to challenge me. I knew they had pretty much had me figured out, figured out. They had me figured out. And I was like, nah, I need to turn it up a little bit. And I remember saying to my brother and my trainer at the time, I was like, yo, I'm going to do Proud Mary. And I was like, Todd is going to get me because he was trying to get me to do it two years ago. And when I began to practice, I just remember feeling like I'm doing it. But can I do it? Like, can I execute in the moment? And I was just like, I'll never know. Like, I won't know until it happens. And I remember something telling me not to do it. Like, don't do it at Georgetown because I was competing for Miss Georgetown. And I don't know. I'll be honest and say I don't know if that no was don't do it at Georgetown, save for Miss South Carolina. Because it was the local I was trying to win to get to Miss South Carolina. And if people see, you know, what you're doing, then it's kind of almost like, oh, well, we know what she's doing at Miss South Carolina, you know. And um, so I don't know if that no was like, no, don't do it as in fear. Or if it was no, save it for later. But I will say this. I was sweating like a pig. Like, I was shook. I was just like, my kid, the only thing to do now is to do it. I practiced, and I I saw myself, like, I witnessed myself performing, and I was like, yo, I could do it. But I'm like, am I going to do it, though? Am I really going, going to execute, like, just being concerned with how is it going to translate? How is it going to, you know, what is it going to be like? And after I performed, it was like, oh, my God, didn't win, even though talent was 50 percent of the score. I digress. Didn't win that night. But, you know, I was like, oh, yeah. 
I knew if I could perform it on that stage, which was smaller in a, in a smaller auditorium, I was like, yo, I'm about to tear this shit up at Miss South Carolina. <laughs> I am cursing so much today. Oh my God. But I was like, yo, I'm going to tear it up at Miss South Carolina for real because the stage had the lighting and the the cues and all the things and the space. I Still to this day, that's been the biggest stage that I've performed on. And I don't regret a thing. I, I firmly believe that my pageant journey, that a great percentage of my pageant journey had everything to do with me developing the performer in me like genuinely and the producer who I like who I am as a producer because I'm realizing more and more like you're a producer girl like all the way to the T and I remember now it's time like people have already seen what I'm gonna do so now they shook it I understand I would be shook it too because it was like you're dancing in heels, a dress, spinning around, and singing. It was too much. And talent was 50% of the score. Baby, it was something to be shook about. So I understood. I personally understood. Yeah. But fast forward, get to Miss South Carolina, and I perform it on that stage. And I remember feeling the parts where I messed up. But all I knew is keep going, sell the idea, sell the show. Like this is what you're born to do. All I knew is how to recover. Cause there was a, there was a moment where like I choked on my spit. There was a moment where like my hair got stuck to the lip, uh, my hair got stuck to the lip gloss and I had to like move my hand. And um, I was like, yo, <laughs> like I'm thinking while I'm performing, and after watching the video, I was like, oh, my God. This is what you're supposed to do, my kid. Like, you can do it. You got to understand. Watching performers like Tina Turner, Beyonce, you know, people who perform at high levels like that, you admire all the time. But you don't think that you can actually do it. Baby, I was spinning and I'm like, yo, I just broke through. It wasn't even about winning that year. Of course, I felt like I probably was the winner, but we digress. We, we collectively, I digress. But ultimately, I think a lot of that moment had to do with me just breaking through as a performer. Yo, like what I'm gonna put a little for those of you who are looking on YouTube I'm gonna put a little video right here on the side so you can see it but I'm just like I can do this I'm capable I'm able you have to under understand that once you experience it you'll never be the same again and even if you try to go back to your old ways it's hard it's hard to settle. It's hard to settle in reverse. Because if you already know what's ahead of you, if you've already experienced the best parts of you, why would you go back? There have been so many times where God has delivered me out of something. 
And because of unfamiliarity, I think that's how you say it, unfamiliarity, <laughs> you know, I went back out of habit. I went back just because it's, it's, it's comfortable. It's what I know. But I never stay long because it's just like, mm, I don't belong here anymore. Let's just try the new thing. I'll find my way in the new, like in the new thing. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Because like I said, once you experience that breakthrough, once you get that exposure of who you are on another level, it's like, what? go back for what? Go back for why? I'm not going back. And like I said, if I do go back, I'm not going to be comfortable because it's not who I am anymore. I'm not going to, it's it's not going to feel easy. Anytime I, I tried to go back, there was this dis-ease. No peace. Like no peace whatsoever. Just discomfort. Like get up out of here. And you're going to experience discomfort, obviously, right? But I'd rather experience the discomfort in the new thing because that's who I am now versus experiencing the discomfort of who I used to be and getting lost in that person because I I'm scared to elevate bump all that. All right, let's go to this notebook and see what notes I had. Cause I wrote down a lot of notes, but you know, I done prayed that prayer chat at the beginning of this podcast. And now I'm just flowing how I'm flowing. Um, so a point that I wrote down is we are human beings, not human doings. Um, Tony Jones, I listen to her affirmations And that's something that she says, you're not a human being, you're not a human doing, you're a human being, like you're actually being who you need to be. Like, of course, you are doing things, essentially, you are doing things, but all the doings is conditioning you to be the person that you need to be. So when I looked at the definition of being, it means existence, living, reality, And I want to ask you all, like, what's your reality? I'm not talking about your circumstances. I'm talking about the reality within yourself, how you handle your circumstances, your perspective about the circumstances. What's your reality? Because ultimately, that's what's going to attract what you need or that's going to attract the opportunities that you need to create your breakthrough or to create the moment that exudes and expresses the breakthrough that has happened within you you are the miracle that you're looking for you're praying praying and asking God for a miracle but you're the miracle that you're looking for your faith your dedication the things you condition condition yourself to when you fast, when you pray consistently without ceasing, when you intentionally surround yourself with the right people in your life. That's that's you living. That's the reality I'm I'm referring to. That's my reality. And my reality has elevated me in a way where I can't be messed with. Not for real, for real. Mm -mm. 
it's almost like a repellent at this point now. Even if I try to, you know, congregate, so associate fellowship with low vibrational people, it's almost like they can't stand to be around me. They don't even know why they can't be around me at this point. And I, I, I just had to accept the fact that I work very hard to be this person. I literally submerge myself in God's grace. I literally take God at his word when he says that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I literally take God at his word when he says, uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, you know, like everything, like I'm taking it literally. If you say you are my deliverer, if you say you are my healer, if you say you are a way maker, I'm taking your word at it literally. Right. The internal work I'm taking it personal, like, okay, let's test it out and see. And as a result, because I was adamant about being the person that God called me to be. People just like they just fall off from me. And I used to cry about it. I used to uh, I'm going to sit here and lie. I cry a lot about it, you know, because some some separations hurt. Let's be honest. Like people try to act. This is a side note. People try to act, act and pretend like they don't care. But I care. And I'm going to tell you every time I care. Does not mean I'm going to let you take advantage. Does not mean that you just going to like allow your spirits, your dark shadows to overpower what I got going on over here. But I will admit that you were a beneficial factor to me um, or that I like being around you at least. But, but yeah, but as a result, now people just kind of like distance themselves from me naturally. And I've, I'm now receiving it as a blessing. Like rejection is a form of God's protection. And so that's where I'm at with that. So yes, you are the miracle that you are looking for and you have to face your reality by um, creating a reality for yourself that will help you repel the bad things and receive the good things. Um, yeah, like I want to talk about this last thing and then I'm going to get out y'all way. There was this post on Facebook and um, <laughs> it was like the, I forgot how it was worded, but it was like the pastor got, until December 1st or oh the pastor has until December 31st to explain why this year wasn't my year or (laughs) and I was like yo it's so funny it was so comical and I I shared it listen to the truck in the background and my neighbors hey y'all hi guys Uh, oh lord kids coming up the stairs can y'all hear them child all the time they just living their lives um focus focus uh but the post said the pastor has until december 31st to explain why this year was wasn't my year or was my year i can't remember which word it was but i remember sharing the post and i said yeah it was my year all right (laughs) and when i shared it i shared it with the 
thought in mind or the perception in mind that, yes, it was my year, but it wasn't the year that I thought it was going to be. It was literally my year of preparation to where I'm going to next. Like the pruning that happened this year was excruciating. Like, whoo, like cried every month this year, just about, I promise you, three times a month, honestly. Like October alone, I want to say I cried about four or five times. Like I've been crying. Like I've been crying, y'all. Like <laughs> crying seriously because I've just been going through so many changes. But I had the perception in my like, yeah, it was my year, all right. Like I, I, I still believe that it was my year, but it was my year for something for this. <sighs> separation that has been happening and it's been painful but it's been so rewarding hey choo-choo train in the background y'all everybody say hey to the choo-choo train if you could hear it say hey there it is um but uh someone commented up under it and or she was my she used to be my pastor before my mom got married and we moved to another church. But Pastor Louise, she was like, uh, she was like, God, what did she say? She basically said, you have until December 31st to believe, to get your faith up. And I was like, Woo-wee! I said, what now? I said, oh, I feel it. I feel it. And yes, I, I, to me, I was just like, yo, like, you're right. But also, too, after I got the revelation about being the breakthrough, I was like, man, I no longer want to hold a calendar date responsible for when my breakthrough was going to happen. Like December 31st got to be the day. Like it has to be this day, no other day. And if it's not this December 31st, I got to wait a whole another 364 days to get to the other December 31st. I got to wait. January 1st is the only time. That's the only time God could get things, God could get things shaken, like make it make sense. So I'm going to leave y'all with these points right here. Uh, let me find it. We make people responsible. Uh, well, we make time responsible for our breakthroughs, meaning that we limit our breakthrough to the three. Uh, we limit our breakthrough to the 365 days that happens. Like we we've been conditioned to believe that the biggest transformations happen between the 31st and probably like the end of January or, you know, like mid June, like, all right, God, it's the sixth month. I already know. And I see the posts on Facebook all the time. October is going to be the month. Like, and it's, 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 it's great to have things in ex, uh, or to have expectation, but ultimately just making the time responsible is, is crippling us when, Really, we just need to be responsible for ourselves, 
ourselves, going back to managing ourselves well, creating a reality that will create an energy, energy and an aura that will attract the opportunities to create the breakthrough that we want. And also, too, we make people responsible for our faith and breakthrough. The fact that I, you know, or the fact that the post said my pastor has so, so time to explain why your pastor is only a vessel, baby. That's it. That's all like that's it. And we have to take that responsibility, take that pressure off of them because they're not God. When we get when we receive prophecies, they're only speaking, supposedly, allegedly, hopefully they're speaking. Like God is giving them something to say to you. And the Bible talks about how prophets only know in part and see in part. I hope I'm saying that right, but they only know in part and see in part. That's it. They don't know all. Only God sees all. And so we have to stop making people responsible for our breakthroughs, making it seem like, you know, this is the person who can only foresee what's going to happen in my life. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So. Yeah, y'all. Be the breakthrough. Stop looking for it. Live life in expectation, have hope, right? But ultimately, the hope is within you. Expect more from yourself. Manage yourself well. Foster your environment. Curate your environment. Create your reality that will attract the opportunities, the people, whatever you need, the resources to assist you with creating the breakthrough or to assist you to express the breakthrough that is happening within you. I love y'all so much. I won't see y'all or hear from y'all or yeah, we won't be talking too much because I won't be posting podcast clips, but happy new year. You know what? It is a new year. It's a new year within me. Like I'm not waiting for December 31st. It's already a new year for me. So happy new year to you, to those of you who are doing the work, working hard and hard on yourself, working hard to be good people, great people to show up as your best self. Pat yourself on the back. I'm patting myself on the back. I love y'all so much. Oh my God. May God be with you. Moving forward, 2024 is only an extension of the breakthrough that we are already experiencing right now within ourselves. Let's get it. Opportunities, people, resources, everything is coming to us. And if it's not coming to us, God is leading us. We are aligning with God and God is leading us to the moments, to the places. He's positioning us. So these people can find us or we can find them, period, point blank, period. It's lit. I love y'all. 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 Stay tuned for the fourth season of Throne Talk podcast. Y'all, it's going to be special. You're not going to want to miss it. So run these episodes back until 
we get back. But I'll see y'all in January. I love y'all. And yep. Bye.